How are we doing today, my lovely listeners? Whether your answer is good, bad, or maybe somewhere in between, I pray that these next few minutes provide a respite for your soul as we talk about the hard spaces. My name is Brenna, and I'm joined by my roommate, Heather, and today we're going to be talking about body image and dieting, so super excited about this conversation, so let's get started. All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of Soul Things. I am so excited to have the one, the only, Heather. Heather. <laughs> uh, I actually have that in my notes, Heather Feather, as you I love it. Um, so Heather is my roommate. We've been living together since December, but I want my audience to get to know you a little bit. So why don't you share who you are, what stage of life you're in, what you're doing, all the exciting things going on in your life. Yeah, I am so excited to be on your podcast. I'm just really thrilled about it. Uh, my name is Heather Akins. I'm 33 years old. And I've been living in Chicago for about five years now. And I'm a nanny full-time. I take care of a five-year-old and a two-year-old on the regular. Uh, My background is in music, though. And I recently went back to school to study music therapy, which I'm really excited about. It's a great, exciting field where they're learning new things all the time. And yeah, super excited about that. And yeah, I'm single and, you know, living the single life here in Chi-Town. Chi-Town, yes. <laughs> Heather is uh, literally an angel. We've grown super close um, in the past few months that we've lived together. She's been such a blessing in my life and has spoken so much wisdom on various hard spaces that I'm going through. Um And I'm excited for her to just share her story and encourage people through what they're going through. Um, So I just want to start off... Um, with uh, this preface before we get into this topic. I know that this can be a sensitive topic for people. It's a very personal discussion and Heather's being so gracious in sharing her story in this. Um, But I just wanted to um, acknowledge that, that we know that some of the topics we're we're covering on this podcast are a little bit um, harder to really get into than others. And so I just wanted to take a second to know that uh, this is everyone's on different journeys when it comes to relationships with food and and dieting and all this stuff. But um, I just wanted to to clarify that that we are acknowledging and aware that this is a very uh, serious discussion, a very sensitive discussion. Yeah, so I really want to start off this conversation by just having you, Heather, talk about your story and sort of your um, journey and struggle. Um, with this topic of like body image and dieting. Um, So wherever you kind of want to start your story and just uh, sort of share your journey to this point. Yeah. So I appreciate you acknowledging that it's a sensitive topic. I think a lot of people struggle with this specifically women, but you know, people in general. Um, But yeah, I think I think it goes back really far for me of just being a little girl, probably five to eight years old and starting to realize that I was bigger than my friends and um, kind of really early on started getting messages, subliminal or otherwise, that there was something wrong with my body um, and that I just didn't quite measure up. And it was kind of a lifelong um it's been a lifelong journey of, of yeah, be, uh, picking up on messages from culture that, you know, the ideal is to be thin and um, 
even picking up on messages by really well-meaning family members. You know, when I would lose weight, you know, there was a lot of praise um, and just various things that kind of um, made me see myself in a certain way, see my body in a certain way, um, I would say in an unhealthy way. Um, There's so much that could be said about it, um, but I, as far as um, dieting goes, um, it would take a really long time for me to hash out all the different diets that I've been a part of in my life, Um, starting from really young. uh, I remember the first kind of massive diet I went on. I was only like 12 or 13, um, just super young, and then probably every few years since then into my late 20s, um, I went on another major diet and would lose 50, you know, 30 to 50 or more pounds and then gain it back plus more. So I've been kind of, you know, people talk about yo-yo dieting and that's kind of been my experience my whole life. Yeah. Thank you so much for, for sharing that overview, Heather. Um, can you, can you walk us through a little bit of, you know, what was, what was motivating you to go on these diets and then to stop going on these diets and kind of walk us through like what, what was going through your heads? What were your motives? What were your goals? Um, what were your emotions like? Kind of walk us through some of those. Yeah. Um, I think, um, I think I just um, always felt, like I said, like there was something wrong with my body, um, whether it was from, you know, the the messages that we all get on TV or just from our peers, you know, and I remember being in school and just like girls talking about their bodies in like ways that were kind of damaging, like, oh, like I'm a double zero and like feeling so proud of that, you know, and then you know, people get picked on and, and I wouldn't say I necessarily got picked on a lot, but it was just these subtle messages in my brain. And I, I remember specifically the first big diet that I went on. Um, I was shopping with my mom, um, at JC Penney's in like eighth grade, mm-hmm. you know, like you do. Yeah. And, um, I just remember nothing in the juniors section fit at all. And I remember being really upset about that. And so my mom, you know, took me into the women's section and everything was just so frumpy and like matronly and just didn't look like the cool clothes I wanted to wear, you know, in the early 2000s or whenever Mm. this was. And I remember going into the dressing room and just like sobbing and like just feeling so discouraged that like clothes were not being made to fit my body that also looked cool to me and just feeling like, wow, there must be something really wrong with me if I can't even go into JCPenney's as like a 13-year-old kid Mm -hmm. and like find a cute outfit. Um, So that was like a really big moment in my life. And my mom is wonderful and she, you know, she's a wonderful, loving mom and she empathized and, you know, tried to say, helpful things. And <laughs> I don't know why I'll, I'll never forget this, but then we promptly went to Arby's and got, <laughs> right after this, we went to Arby's and, you know, got some comfort food. So that mm-hmm. that's part of, I mean, that's kind of a foreshadowing of some of the other things that go along with dieting and mm-hmm. like restricting and then binging and 
having this cycle of Mm. eating emotionally, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So that was like the catalyst because right after that experience, um, my mom took me to the doctor and a nurse practitioner put me on a diet called Metafast, Mm. which was like shakes and supplements all day long. And then in the evening, it was like four ounces of lean chicken and like broccoli. Mm. So I was on that diet and I lost like... 50 to 60 pounds on that diet as a 13, 14 year old kid in a really short period of time from like basically not eating real food. Um, and how so, did that, what, like, how did that affect you emotionally? Like what was going through your head while you were on that manifest? Was it like, um, Oh, I'm losing all this weight. I feel great. Or is it like, were you miserable? Like what were you like feeling emotionally through that? Oh man. It was like, I was getting so much attention and praise for all mm-hmm. this weight that was coming off. I mean, Sure. I'm sure there were days where like and moments where I was like, oh, like I don't want to drink another shake, Mm -hmm. you know, but I was like, it wasn't like it was forced upon me. Mm -hmm. I was like, mom, I want to, you know, lose weight. Like, Mm -hmm. please help me. And then we went to the doctor like she wants to lose weight. Please help her, you know. Mm -hmm. And so it was like this desire I had based Mm -hmm. on like how I wanted my body to look and how I wanted people to perceive me and the clothes I wanted to wear. Yeah. Um, And so I was, you know, every time I'd get on the scale and drop pounds, like the nurses and my mom would do like a happy dance and it was like this big thing and and at the time it felt like wow like I'm doing it I have so much self-control and willpower and look at me and and the problem is that I was on a very restrictive non-maintainable diet Mm. um, that shows results in the short term but there's so much information out there that and statistics about how dieting doesn't work. <laughs> and this is a whole soapbox I could get up on. But anyway, to answer your question, that's kind of what motivated my first major diet. And then mm-hmm. since then, like I said, every few years, I basically, as soon as we couldn't afford the supplements and this program anymore, I went off the diet and gained every single pound back and then more. Right. Because like you were saying, it wasn't a long-term solution. It was like right. no one's made to to live off of shakes and chicken and right. broccoli the rest of their lives. Like it's not a, it, like it's, I think like something that, I mean, Heather and I have had a lot of conversations about this topic just even before, like I started this podcast and it's like talking about and Heather has like, and you can share more about this in your journey and stuff of like getting to the root of these things. Like people have a lot of opinions about diets and yeah. in eating and food. Like there's so like people are being pulled in all different kinds of directions when it comes to this. Um, and it's also, again, like it's a very sensitive topic. So it's kind of like trying to find guidance for all of this and being frantic about it and everything. But yeah, like sort of uh, walk us through the point in your story of of when you started to like really dig into like, what is the root of this that I'm going through? How do I address it? And sort of where are you at with that now? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, Man, it's been such a long journey. So that was like 13, 14 year old Heather. And then, you know, there were just so many various diets. Some of them were more realistic than others. Some of them were more restrictive, um, but man, so many diets. Uh, I'm trying to think. I I remember um, being in college, and I think it was actually grad school. 
So kind of in my, in my 20s, like in my mid-20s, I started, you know, jumping on the clean eating. Um, I started doing Whole30. Um, and just as a side note, I don't want to come across like I'm attacking anyone's, you know, if anyone has a passionate feeling about any particular diet, etc. I don't want anyone to feel attacked. Um, I have really specific beliefs about dieting at this point in my life. And sometimes it's a bit controversial. And so I don't want anyone to feel like I'm putting them down or their, their belief system about food. This is just my perspective and where I'm coming from. But mm. I was part of, I did Whole30 multiple times. I think I think I did it five times, like five different times. And granted, the book doesn't claim to be mainly for weight loss. um, And that's what I tried to use it as was a weight loss attempt again. Um, And I would, again, I would lose weight. You know, losing weight's not the issue. It's the keeping it off. And then it's like the residual emotional damage from Mm -hmm. the up and down and probably not probably, definitely physical damage as well because it's really bad for your heart to mm. yo-yo diet. It's been proven uh, that it's even, it's better to just be a bigger, be in a larger body than it is to constantly be losing and gaining weight. It's better for your heart just mm. to be at a stable, peaceful weight. <laughs> so that kind of leads me into um, a book that I read that really changed my perspective, my mindset, um, called intuitive eating a few years ago, um, while living here in Chicago, a previous roommate of mine, uh, recommended the book to me. And this is, you know, was at a point in my life where I just felt like I had tried everything Mm. and I felt like nothing stuck, nothing worked. And all my life, I kind of thought to myself, I'm the problem. Like, I don't have enough willpower. I don't have enough discipline, self-control. I must be lazy. I must be, you know, greedy. I must be all these things. I would just, I had so much shame about it. I think part of what it's like to live in a bigger body in our society is just an incredible amount of shame comes along with that. Um, And I picked up this book, Intuitive Eating, kind of thinking it was another way to lose weight, right? Because that's the, my whole life that has been like such a huge focus is like, how do I make my body smaller? Like that was just, Mm. how do I become more acceptable? How do I become Mm. what society wants, what my parents want, what everyone in my life wants? And by the way, my parents are incredible human beings who just want the best for me. But diet culture is so entrenched in our society, including my family, um, which is a whole other thing. But anyway, I picked up this book, Intuitive Eating, and I started reading about kind of a whole other paradigm, a whole other way of thinking about food and our bodies and, and realize it's not about weight loss. It's about the process of making peace with food mm. and learning how to enjoy food again, uh, rejecting diet mentality, learning how to honor your hunger and fullness cues. There's a bunch of other principles that go along with it. I highly, highly recommend this book to anyone who feels discouraged from a lifetime of yo-yo dieting. Um, I just really recommend it. Also to anyone who struggled with any sort of eating disorder, anorexia, bulimia, 
um, binge eating, compulsive overeating, anything where your relationship with food feels chaotic and kind of like emotionally complicated or there's a lot of shame, I highly, highly recommend checking this book out. It's been really great for my mentality surrounding food. So that's kind of, I, when Brenna asked me to come on this podcast, I was nervous because I'm still very much in the thick of figuring all this out after a lifetime of berating myself, feeling shame about my body and my weight. Um, I'm, it's going to be a long journey to come out of that and to feel like, like I'm okay, like my body's okay, and that I can, yeah, just have a whole different mentality surrounding food. So I'm in the thick of it, but I feel like this book and other books like um, Health at Every Size are a couple books that have really helped me reshape the way I think about food and yeah. Yeah, I think that those two two books I've heard you talk about a lot, Heather, and, and I'll put a link in the description for sure of the podcast for anyone interested in in getting resources and thinking through this. And um, I sort of want to take some some time to sort of dive into like why you're deciding to think about this. You know, why is our relationship with food important to think about wherever you're at in your journey, at whatever size you are? Why is it important to have a healthy relationship with food and what's motivating you to take the steps to to walk through this journey? Yeah, that's a great question. I feel like that's one of the things that I'm still walking through and figuring out. Um, I don't have all the answers, um, <clears throat> but I do think that, you know, the enemy will use whatever stronghold he can in a person's life to kind of undermine their relationship with God, if you're a believer, which I am. And so that's been a big part of kind of this journey is finding out what does God say about my body? Um, and being reminded by a friend of mine recently um, that, you know, God created my body and he called it good. Mm. Um, and he created all of us. And, you know, what does God have to say about food. Well, there's a lot of eating in the Bible and mm -hmm. there's a lot of feasting and celebrating. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it's important to have, partially to have a healthy relationship with food because food is a gift from God mm. and a blessing and a way that people bond with each other, a way that they celebrate. And I think diet culture has really damaged the way that our society views food mm. and has really sucked the joy out of it, to mm. be honest. Um, it also puts us in a pattern of just not trusting our own built-in system of intuition that God gave us. Um, admittedly, this intuitive eating book, I don't think was written from a Christian perspective necessarily, but it's been really interesting for me to think through like the parallels that I've found with the gospel um, and one of those is just, you know, we think about our Christian walks and, um, we think about the, we think about legalism versus what it looks like to really like press into the grace of God and like 
to experience gospel transformation as opposed to moralism and legalism. And I just think there are a lot of parallels with that concept and how we view food and dieting and restriction. Um, And I hope this makes sense as I try to describe this, but, you know, growing up, I kind of thought of food in, in the same way where, you know, I needed to eat certain things or look a certain way to be acceptable to other people Mm. or to even be acceptable to myself. And I felt the need to change my body because my body was bad. Mm. And it was very kind of a harsh, um, accusatory, berating kind of mentality. And so whenever I would exercise, it was to to burn calories to change my body Whenever I would eat a salad, it was to, you know, eat good things and not bad things. Just very much like a dichotomy. And similarly with food or similarly with the gospel, it's like it's like going from that place of trying to earn salvation, trying to do enough and be enough to be accepted by Jesus. Um, and then realizing one day that the gift of salvation is being offered through Jesus. And it doesn't cost anything. It's Mm -hmm. free. And there's a way to be in Christ if we just accept that gift, if if we cry out to him and, and we are fully, if we're in Christ, we are fully approved. We are accepted. We are loved. We are worthy because of him. Mm -hmm. And then out of that love, we have love for Christ. We have love for one another. We, mm. the the fruit comes out of that, right? I'm getting emotional because mm. whenever I talk about the gospel, it makes me emotional, mm. but the fruit comes out of that place of approval. So we work from approval, not for approval, right? Mm. <clears throat> Similarly with, um, <clears throat> with eating, you know, when I, and I'm still working on this, but as I come to a place where I love my body because God made it, And he calls it good. And no matter what size I am or weight I am, I have value and Mm -hmm. worth because of Jesus. And so I can put nutritious, nutritionally dense food in my body. I can go for a brisk morning walk. I can move my body because I love my body and I can put good things in it because I love it. You know, that's the big difference. It's not the intuitive eating says, you know, eat whatever you want. It doesn't matter, you know, mm-hmm. you know, screw diets, mm-hmm. etc. It's <clears throat> more about the motive. It's like, why am I pursuing health? Is it mm-hmm. to change my body because I hate it? Or is it to mm-hmm. enrich my body because God made it and I love it? Mm-hmm. So it's it's really a perspective shift. And I'm still walking through that after a lifetime of really hating my body and mm-hmm. and thinking it was bad and that I needed to, you know, whip it into shape. Yeah. And so I think that's maybe the why behind it. It's still being, I'm still figuring all that out, but. I yeah. hope that answers your question. No, yeah. And I think you've touched on like a lot of really powerful points here, especially tying in the power of the gospel and like how we see ourselves. Cause I think 
as we're shaping what we believe in our 20s and informing what we believe about God, if we believe in God, all these things we're wrestling and there's this constant like restlessness um, and the struggle you're going through. What is your motive for doing what you're doing? What are you struggling with? What are you basing it off of? And if you're basing it off of the truth of the gospel and like the fact that you are made in the image of God and like, like you were saying, like loving yourself through it and like having self-compassion and stuff. And like, especially in this struggle, but with any struggle people are going through, because it's not like after you accept the gospel, okay, now like, yes, Jesus changes your life, but there's still all this struggle and like learning to have, to continue to accept his grace for you through whatever you're going through is like, like a constant journey that everyone is going through. And I think that's so important that you touched on that. And like, as we're closing this podcast, I just wanted to ask you one more question about for anyone listening, who's really resonating with your story and your journey, what are sort of your like final words of encouragement that you would want to say to somebody who feels like they're at their wits end, who feels like I've tried everything and you know, I've lost a bunch of weight and I still hated myself. Um, like what are your, what would your final words? Yeah, that's, um, that's a great question. I, first of all, want to say you're not alone. Um, there are so many women, whether we talk about it or not, there are so many people, especially women, um, who struggle in this area and who feel a sense of worthlessness, discouragement, self-hatred. I mean, there's a lot, um, a lot that can go with this topic for people. So you're not alone. Um, Also, no matter who you are, you were made in the image of God and you have inherent value and worth regardless of what kind of body you're in. Um, And I would also say, you know, the world has a lot, a lot of messages, a lot that it wants to communicate about what makes someone beautiful, what makes someone worthy, acceptable. Um, and I've just learned in my life that a lot of those things are lies mm. and it's just not true. Um, we have inherent worth and value because we're made in the image of God. And, um, there's a lot of brokenness in the world um, that makes diet culture such a focus and a lot of comparison, a lot of superficiality, just a lot of factors, um, people longing to be good enough, thin enough, beautiful enough. And I would just encourage um, encourage you to go back to the basics of who you are and if you're a Christian, whose you are, you know, and what makes you worthy and acceptable. And I would just encourage you to um, go toward finding a way to make peace with food. Yeah. A way to have a peaceful relationship, a kind, compassionate relationship with food in mm. your body, whatever that looks like to you, whether it's talking to a counselor or reading intuitive eating. Um, I would just focus on, you know, we, the way we talk to ourselves is so harsh compared to how we talk to other people who are struggling. Yeah. And so I would just start 
with kindness toward yourself, mm-hmm. compassion, yeah. patience. Mm-hmm. Um, those would be my final yeah. words. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much, Heather. Those, that, that's a really powerful ending point, I think. Um, thank you so much for being on the show, Heather. I really appreciate you taking time to share your story and your journey, being open, honest, and vulnerable, and talking about the hard spaces because that's so what we're all about here at soul things so thank you everybody so much for listening to this week's episode i would love to keep this conversation going and engage with you guys if you have any questions or comments about this topic or want us to dive in more on anything specific that others talked about um please feel free to reach out to me on instagram at soul underscore things underscore podcast or you can shoot me an email and be old school at soul things podcast at gmail.com Throughout the week, I share encouraging messages, um, insights into guests and upcoming podcasts. So we just love to keep the conversation going and engage with you guys this way. So thank you guys so much for joining me on this journey through navigating your 20s. And remember, even in the hard spaces, His grace abounds. See you next week.